0: Bring in more revenue while saving money and differentiate yourself from the rest of the pack vying to win those guests by becoming more environmentally friendly. We will show you how easy it is and how cheap it can be, if not free, and share all the opportunities available. So join us each week as we take another step along the green path. That's one more step to differentiate yourself from the rest of the pack. Proudly sponsored by the Book Direct Show, a green vacation rental conference. Learn more at bookdirect.show. Hello everyone, and welcome to another episode of The Green Path. Today, my special guest is Graham Donahue from Sykes Holiday. Hello, Graham. How are you?
1: Absolutely fantastic. I'm what really good you? today, thank you. It's what a special day doing? for me today.
0: Is it? What's happening? Mm
1: i've just taken delivery of twenty five thousand bees
0: oh wow bees that's yeah. amazing okay so we, to...
1: we, we we could talk about that forever but yeah no it's um so i have bees i have chickens i have goldfish i have cats i have dogs and i have frogs uh, in my little nature reserve in my back garden
0: all right so it's the donahue zoo Okay. It is. It is <laughs> like
1: zoo. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. Super excited. I've been waiting for these bees for quite some time.
0: Wow. And um,
1: they're all outside. Just they're reorientating themselves around, around our garden. Incredible.
0: Um, okay. So, I, yeah. I was going to ask you about the green park and about your story and whether it, you actually uh, becoming environmentally friendly with the Sykes holiday aspect or as a company or. Personally, actually, I didn't realize that, that was going to be one of the choices. So let let's start. So, w- is it just a personal thing, or are you uh, greening Sykes Holiday as a company and the properties?
1: Um, it's it's both. Um, you know, it, it's as a company and as a group. Yeah. Just to step back, remember our business is you know growing very fast, um, and we're a collection of different brands, and all yeah. of those brands really have to have a purpose that is not only about creating value for shareholders and multiple stakeholders but also as considering the impact that we have on you know the wider planet Mm. so at a company or a group level um you know we feel it's important and it's a journey we, we that we've just started really in the last 12 months but we've done a lot of work and we're on it um but that then bleeds into what does it mean as a property manager what does it mean as a property owner? Mm. What does it mean as an employee? What does it mean as mm. a shareholder? And then actually how people then take that out in some of the skills we give them and they, they do it in their everyday life, how they you know can learn new skills or
0: mm. think about
1: the impact they can have. Because, you know, the journey we're going on, what what I've discovered in the last 12 months is, um, you know, when you're a big organization like us, it takes, you know, millions of people on holiday, you just... You know, the the ecosystem that exists, you know, and who you touch and who you interface with into, particularly as you go down to supplier level, Mm. it's enormous. Every one of them them needs to be educated, needs to be updated um, and needs to understand that, you know, if we don't do some things, if we don't think about what we're doing and, you know, move beyond just profit, we're all a bit screwed.
0: Mm, mm. So as a, as the group, that's the big umbrella. And so that's where the message is starting and it's going to trickle that all the way down to staff and suppliers, even, and the guests. Yeah. More. Yeah. Yeah. yeah to, to
1: everybody. Cause you know, our, 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 um, business is quite simple. You know, like we start with, we call it the house model and the roof of the mouth the roof of the house is your purpose. Why do you get up in the morning? You know, mm. what's your, what's your sort of a module? What gets you going? Um, mm. And every business unit sort of has their own version of it. Um, Mm -hmm. The group has its own version. Then what do we need to do by when? And then what are the key initiatives that are required to execute that? Then how are we going to behave? Mm -hmm. So in, in all of the business units that we have, you know, we have a generally common purpose that is linked to taking people on holiday, making sure they have a really good time, but actually doing it with a lens through how do we look after an environment? How do we look after communities? How do we do this with a social responsibility? So, and it's the difference between a vision and a purpose
0: mm. you know, for mm. us as
1: a business. And so that bleeds light the way through the organisation and everybody, mm. you know, we talk about it constantly, everybody thinks about it and, you know, it allows us to make choices.
0: Mm-hmm. Can, you, can you share like something that you would do at each level? Well, like what are the initiatives or what are the steps you've taken or are taking?
1: Yeah. So um, lots. So let's just, (laughs) let's just, let's just start with, um, you know, measure what matters uh, as a principle we live behind. So if you're going to put something into your purpose, you have to think about, well, what does that really mean? How do Mm -hmm. you measure it? Mm -hmm. And then how do you make sure there's a constant communication narrative? So as a simple example, um, when we talk about environment, we talk about communities um, in terms of giving back, but we have to do some stuff. What do we have to do? Well, we have to think about the impact we can have and we need to build the concept of impact into people's objectives. Now that could be, how do we do more volunteering? So we have 2000 employees, almost. (laughs) Probably have by now. I was at eighteen hundred mm. this morning. It's probably <laughs> two thousand now. So we have, <laughs> r- we have roughly two thousand employees. So it's a bit like, well, th- these people have skills and they want to give back to the community. So how do we make sure that all these people have the ability to give back? So we we allow people. We 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 target four thousand community days in terms of volunteering days which we obviously fund Mm -hmm. you know um you know annually and so it's making sure that we create these initiatives where people can go out and they can volunteer or they can use their skills if you're a web designer can you help a local charity Mm. you know if you're um a good example local to me i'm in, in the uk and in cheshire we have a big zoo chester zoo near where we work you know we've had 200 people down at the zoo, you know, learning how to feed the animals and stripping bark off trees and so forth and that. And it's sort of a giving back to mm-hmm. different communities. So within our model, we have, we call it the impact pillar. You know, um, what is it we're going to do? How do we think about giving back to communities? How do we think about um, the volunteering? How do we think about supporting families mm-hmm. who maybe couldn't afford to go on holiday, but we can work with our owners who have properties that are not always full, to take people on holidays, to give something back to those people? How do we facilitate that? Mm -hmm. Um, We're huge fans of bees and trees in our business. So Mm -hmm. um, we do sponsor lots of beehives, you know, and we educate everybody around the bees and how important the bees are. And if we didn't have bees, what would happen? Mm -hmm. Um, Obviously as part of our business, we own 700 uh, bees. premium cabins in forests mm-hmm. as part of forest holidays mm-hmm. so how do we educate everybody about you know the impact we can have about sustainability or looking after a forests, about planting more trees about carbon and what the impact of carbon how that so mm-hmm. I mean the list goes on in terms of yeah. what we're sort of doing and one of the yeah. one of the things we have been doing is to to glue all this together is um, going through a process with an organization called B Corp yep. which um yep you know, some of the listeners will have heard of it, you know, B Corp is a brilliant framework that allows us to sort of say, okay, how do we think about our people? How do we think about um, environment? How do we think about governance in terms of being a well-run business? How do we think about communities and the social impact we have? And we are classed as an organization with a significant um, environmental footprint, just because Mm -hmm. of the size of business we have. That means that when we're talking to Google, we have to ask them and understand what their policies are around some of the things they do. Mm. When we're talking to all of our property owners, you know, 20-odd thousand properties, you know, Mm. we try to educate them around things like installing EV chargers and the benefit of EV chargers versus um, the types of cleaning products that they may be using. And then we work with suppliers to try and find discounts and promotions and education.
0: And that filters
1: right the way through.
0: Yeah. So you are actually educating all of your property owners to try to move them towards a cleaner sort of property, a cleaner, greener kind of property.
1: Yeah, because, you know, I mean, ultimately, I think it is a challenge because, um, I mean, I'll give you practical examples here. One of the challenges we're seeing at the moment is a lot of people are driving electric cars across the UK and they're driving to locations and not a lot of properties have you know, electric vehicle charge points. So people yeah. are using, you know, free pin plugs, plugging it into extension leads, you know, dragging it into their car and trying to charge up the car. And that costs a lot of money and mm. it makes owners quite grumpy because, you know, do they or don't they charge for it? Do they say mm. something? Mm. Typically electricity is including the price. Mm. Um, but then to install an electric vehicle charger that has a meter built into it, it's about 800 pounds. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, there's an outlay of a cost. So, you know, can, you know the and will they get that return? Is it easy for you know customers to search for electric vehicle chargers on the website. So there's mm. there's a lot of stuff that needs to happen mm. to sort of a try and educate and update. And you yeah. know some owners are facing into it and they get it. Some are a bit like, well, that's more cost. Who's going to pay for that? Yeah, Should, I charge, we, for that? Should we, I charge for that? Should I charge that?
0: Yeah, but can't you sell that as you're going to then target a niche market who are looking for these EV charges? And we could be bringing bringing you more revenue because you're going to be servicing a niche market yeah
1: of course absolutely and that and that is but it is it is on that curve you know at the mm-hmm. moment it's not it, it yeah. is still quite sort of a niche but it's definitely direction of travel and you mm-hmm. know and we need to educate and we need to sort of a support and it's, it's good because there's a consumer problem here they have electric vehicles need to charge them it's yeah. an owner issue owners are fed up that people you know plugging in um, their, um, you know, uh, three pin plugs that cost a fortune to charge a car yeah. versus the outlay investment of putting in, putting in, a, you know, seven, eight hundred pounds sort of a charger. So yeah. just, just one example. Um, so we do. The, the answer is, yes, we do have to educate. We're trying to educate and update um, yeah. and, you and know, make people aware of everything that we're sort of doing. And also, you know, asking our owners for help. Because, you know, a lot of them do have properties available and they want to give back. So we go to our owners and we say, you know, could you give us a week in your property that yeah. we, can, we can work with a charity? Yeah. And we work a collection of charities to then do like a matching service. You know, mm-hmm. people who can't afford to go away or need some respite. How do we match mm. those two things together?
0: Mm-hmm. So between the property owners and staff, well, are, are you seeing a lot of embracing of this sort of greening and, and, and giving back and that sort of thing? Are, are they being um, convinced to come on board or is it still a little bit of a pushback? I mean, with the property owners, some of them, yes, obviously pushing back. But are some of them going, yeah, I'm i in? in"?
1: Look from an employee perspective, it is almost like a retention tool. Oh. That's the way to think about it. Yeah. Um, you know, it used to be people come and they can work for our business because we have a brilliant culture and we're all together well we're not all together now because we're all working from home um it used to be you get you know your nice posh coffee free of charge you know you're sort of even into the office or you come and use our gym um people now particularly gen z's you know the you know which is a big part if anybody who employs a lot of people in digital and marketing yeah. you know they are almost asking well how are you giving back what are you doing how can i get involved in that and it almost becomes a you know, a key, um, opportunity for us to talk about what we're doing and actually retain talent as well. Mm. So 100%, but what you have to do is, um, you have to educate everybody and then you have to, you have to lay the breadcrumbs. Mm. What, what, what we initially found is when we just said, yeah, everybody you can go do some volunteering, you know, <laughs> just log it, log it in your, um, log it in the, the, the personal, um, account you have, you know, that yeah. you've done a volunteer yeah. day, Great. And it didn't really work what we Crickets, had to do
0: yeah.
1: yeah what we had to do is say we have an opportunity next week to go and plant up ten thousand trees who wants to do it and when we started to do that it was like yeah i'll go and do it so we, we we've had to spend a bit of time so what we did is we've hired uh, and we have a few of these now we call them impact managers mm-hmm. and the sole job in the organization is to help drive that agenda Mm -hmm. Um, and to educate and then to sort of go out and then we then we've created roles in the business ambassadors for different areas you know it could be about recycling it could be about you know educating and people about a particular topic Mm -hmm. and that's how we use that community to sort of try try and educate people then and then we build it into people's objectives as well Um, Mm and so you know people are embracing it but we've had to do a little bit of sort of you know show them where the smoke is going or where yeah. the breadcrumbs yeah. Yeah. and then people are getting to it and, and um you know more and more and more it just it's growing because people sort of uh, they're, they're going and it's like a it's like a dopamine or serotonin type yeah pill. yeah and they're like it's brilliant we love it you know the amazing day we had yeah. if you follow yeah. us on linkedin or social media you see everybody's posting pictures of like you know, looking after, you know, animals at the zoo or planting trees or cleaning a river or cleaning a beach or whatever it may be.
0: Yeah. Yeah. You know, Bob Garner had this analogy about um, becoming sustainable and and environmentally friendly. It's like eating a packet of chips. When you start eating one chip, you just want more and more and more. And and then another property manager I spoke to said she completely agreed. He completely agreed. And it's great because once you it's like going to the gym, that first step, it's like, oh, that was that felt good. And you get the ball rolling. So we all just need to Find, uh, make a, find a way to uh, help people take that first step along the green path.
1: <laughs> and, and the thing here, the thing, and I, I, I keep talking about this, that if you, a lot of people think ESG or doing green or whatever you want to call it, mm. sustainability. Mm. Um, I'm, I'm not a fan of some of these words. No, meaning, but, but, but a lot of people think that it, it costs money um and uh we can't really afford to do it and then and, mm. it, and it's nonsense absolute mm. nonsense mm. for i firmly believe from all the evidence that i have that um you know you can balance i mean the phrase is triple bottom line you can balance people planet and profit you know you can think about how you balance those three things together mm. and there's there's so much evidence there's so much documented um, particularly around b corp you know companies that are um that are are, are joining this sort of a movement's a horrible phrase but joining it and being part of it and embracing it mm. are doing incredibly well and outperforming peers and outperforming the market um yeah because it creates a bit of a flywheel effect you know you know people are getting involved they want to be part of an organization that has more meaning to it yeah Um they you know you have less people who are sort of you know calling in sick you have better retention of your employees you have happier employees you have happier engagement that bleeds down into say your owners it bleeds down into your multiple stakeholders, including shareholders.
0: Mm -hmm. Now, Mm. if you're a
1: business that has shareholders, bless them. um, I can't think of many shareholders that I've spoken to who don't have this on their agenda or or are creating funds available to lend to businesses that are, you know, having, you know, considering the impact that they have. Um, Even some of the big banks, you know, the national banks across the UK, they have preferential rates for businesses because everybody knows we have to have an agenda and we have to sort of, you know, we have to do more.
0: Yeah. It, it, it is something. What's that?
1: What's not to love.
0: Yeah. It, it is something that, you know, people are putting off, putting off, putting off, but eventually, you know, you're going to have to embrace this and you are going to have to start taking those small steps. So you know, now is the time to start, you know, listening to podcasts, taking the small steps, learning and actioning it. So, yeah, it's a good And time. that's the
1: key thing. It's, it's educate, learn, action, embed
0: yeah. And just communicate,
1: communicate, communicate. I'll tell you one thing is if you do it seriously and you start this journey, you'll be amazed at the things you uncover. So there's, there's obviously such a thing as the, you know, the unconscious bias and mm-hmm. how you think about say diversity and inclusion, mm-hmm. you know, and I, and I like to think that, like, you know, everybody is open to join our business is about hiring the right talent. That's exactly how I think and how I behave, but we were challenged by you know some third parties who came and just looked at the way that we did things looked at the way that we wrote job posts looked at the way that we shot tv commercials looked at some of the images and so forth and the, the question was does this feel like a really diverse organization uh-huh. in the way that you sort of <laughs> and so you know is there a bias in organization i don't we certainly don't mean it to be but people looking outside in mm. can easily say well that's all you know you know white you know middle-aged sort of uh yeah. you know english british people whatever it may be even even today i you know I was sent to a, a um an index that we produce every year and you know trends and so forth and we have case studies in it and you just look at the case studies and you think again are we really you know being representative enough mm-hmm. so point being is <laughs> is uh you know eyes wide open and you can be quite challenged carbon is another good example you know we don't have a significant carbon sort of a footprint as a business but if you were to extend the view that says people who are traveling with you and staying in properties and that became your overall impact footprint is much bigger yeah and then you start thinking well you know first of all it's not about offsetting it's about reducing the carbon so what can we do mm-hmm. um and then it's you know how do we educate all of these suppliers and everybody who's going on holiday if you've got 60 000 to 70000 people every week travelling with you up and down the highways which is what we have mm-hmm. you know how do we help educate and how do we help educate the owners you know you think yeah. of the number of the number of washies that are going on for linen you know, on a weekly sort of a basis and yeah. and so forth and that. So, you know, it, you, there are some things in there where you go, oh, that's quite interesting. It's not really um, not really what I thought. Um, yeah. Unsurprisingly, you know, we scored incredibly well on in governance, you know, like, you know, well-run company, you know, good sort of a governance structure. Mm-hmm. But when it came mm-hmm. to environmental mm-hmm. and, um, I guess, communities, not so good. Mm-hmm. You know, we're one of the biggest employers in a local area, but do we give back? Do we sort of, uh, you know, do we support... The way that we should be supporting, we don't, and we mm. should. We mm. do. We know. so we have to drive that program.
0: Yeah, yeah. Um, give the with the properties that are taking those small steps to becoming a bit more environmentally friendly, you're obviously uh, promoting that in the listings, right?
1: Um, <clears throat> no, but it's what we should be doing.
0: Yes, because yeah, I was going so- to ask you: Are you having guests that are asking for environmentally friendly homes? Of they are actually asking, yeah.
1: Yeah. So it's another good example of what we want to do, what we are doing on different things. And we have to, we've got it on the agenda and it's on the roadmap, but yeah, today, um, it's the paradox of choice. You know, you cannot go in and say, um, you know, show me properties that have green credentials. What is your green credentials? How are you scoring these properties? Yeah, Even searching for EV charges is not easy. You know, it's quite yeah. a difficult thing that you have to do like yeah. a free tech sort of search. So there's a whole program of work that we have to do. And, and I think, what we're trying to do and want to do is to almost promote and reward um, properties that are behaving in a particular way, and owners, I should say, that are also behaving in a particular way. Because yeah, we should be we should be sort of treating them as this is best in class. This is sort yeah. of the standard that you should be adhering towards. So yeah. we have this concept of a boost in our algorithm. Yeah. Um, I won't go into the into the ins and the outs of how our algorithm yeah. actually works because we. Yeah. We need two hours, but we can um, we can say to owners, if you do this,
0: mm-hmm.
1: we can do this as a result of boosting your property and giving mm-hmm. you more visibility. Mm-hmm. And hopefully more visibility needs to more bookings and or more revenue.
0: Yeah, yeah. Look, in, in terms of a property being, you know, completely carbon neutral, um, you know, I think as a guest, as long as the guest can see that the, the owner is starting the steps, doing something towards... Uh, greening the property or making it carbon neutral, that's almost enough because, you know, how long is that list? Can you be completely carbon neutral like that? You you can't be getting an owner to go from zero to 100, you know, quickly. So I think as a guest, if you can see that the owner is making the steps towards, you know, they're they're on a journey towards greening it, then that's already enough, I, I would say. Yeah, it's small yeah.
1: steps, you know, yeah. I'll give you a simple, yeah. I'll give you a simple example. Um, so at the moment, if, you know, we've got a lot of properties and, you know, some of them are large houses that maybe are five bedrooms, sleep 10. And if you're a party of six and you're in a, a property that sleeps 10 mm. and you don't use four of the beds at the moment, when we're cleaning the property, we clean everything, including all those beds that haven't been used. Mm-hmm because at the moment we don't know what beds have been used and not been used. It's not always easy to tell. Mm. You know, So a simple idea would be, you know, like, can we provide the guests with a little, I don't know, laminated or a card or something where they can just say, yeah, this hasn't been used, hasn't been touched. Yeah. That's four yeah. less, four less beds, better for the cleaning company, better yeah. for the owner, because yeah. it's less charged. And all that. We don't do that, but we should do that. But yeah. and it's just yeah. working through those little examples. Um, whereas at the moment we're like, well, everything has to be cleaned to a standard and everything has to be checked and so forth and that, but it doesn't have to be. Yeah, I mean, hotel. Yeah. I would say, you know, there's not many things that the hotel industry <laughs> do better than us as SDR, but, you know, they have been doing that, um, you know, in terms of, you know, do you need this to be refreshed every day? And, you know, do your towels need to be changed every day? They've been doing that for quite some time.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Now, have you actually seen results or how, sorry? No, no, no. How are you sharing what you're doing?
1: we produce um every year and we have to produce which is audited an impact report Mm
0: -hmm. and so
1: that's a very open so if you go to the careers website of say sykes as an example it talks about all the things we're doing Mm -hmm. and if you go to social media you can see we share a lot through our impact managers what's going on and how we're giving back Mm -hmm. but the key linchpin is um you know the way that, particularly with B Corp, what it does is you you get a score out of two hundred, mm-hmm. and to become a B Corp, you have to have eighty points, and you have to be oddity to ensure you keep delivering the standard you need to be living, and you have to showcase what you're doing, and then, mm-hmm. you know it's called it in like a it's like a manifesto, like an impact manifesto. Mm-hmm. You have to talk about what you're doing, and you have to make promises, and you have to make commitments, and then you get measured against it. So you know it's a bit. It's very visible um now that's what b corp it's a process you go through but even if we weren't through this b corp process we would still want to be doing that and, and anybody could do it you know you don't have to be part mm-hmm. of b corp although i would encourage people to do it
0: mm-hmm. so
1: really it's about just creating that visibility and, and educating and then because it's a key pillar of the way that we grow our business which you mm-hmm. may or may not be able to see behind me mm-hmm. probably can't read it mm-hmm. um because it's in there, it means we measure it and we talk about it. And we have steering committees and we have people talking about it. Um, and then also, you know, we, you know, every we're also a member of um, UK for Good, which is a charitable organisation that's set up for businesses like us that are trying to educate other businesses to think about, you know, sustainability and to think about, you know, their, um, you know, how they're behaving and how they're sort of balancing that, that triple bottom line. And that's very visible in terms of what we do. We spend a lot of time even lobbying government as well around changing things like the Better Business Act and changing how companies, you know, the legal responsibility companies have to look at more than just profit. So all of that um is all quite visible.
0: Yeah, yeah. Do you do you actually have a section? I should have done this homework. Have you got a section on your website that explains what Sykes Holidays does in terms of all of this yeah. at all levels? You share that?
1: Yeah, it's 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 not as good as it needs to be and is going to be Mm -hmm. but yes yes and it's part of um the recruitment process as well as in recruiting owners but also recruiting um you know employees employees as well
0: yeah yeah well it's it's
1: it's not the thing is it, it, it it's words are one thing you know presenting it and so forth is one thing but really it's about the action that you take and the key thing for me is are we doing stuff and you're spot on as a property manager you just you don't need to say we're going to be carbon neutral tomorrow. It doesn't mm-hmm. work like that. Yeah. Just yeah. small changes make marginal gains. Yeah. And if we all do small changes, if we all look after what we're doing, just think about it and embed it into what we do in every day and talk about it, you know, that's the start of a journey.
0: Yeah. Now, let, let's forget about uh, Sykes Holiday for a minute and let's talk about Graham Donahue Zoo. So mm-hmm. what's your journey been been like and what are you doing?
1: Well, um, so first of all, my property is probably a good place to start. I have a house that I rent out. It's an eco house um, and it's almost self-sufficient. It's not quite. And the reason it's not quite is it, is it, is it has um, as a swimming pool, which I know sounds terribly ostentatious, but it has a swimming pool and it's quite difficult to be like neutral. But, you know, so we, so we, we have a property that has a wind turbine that generates five kilowatts of power. We have a three acre meadow that's full of wildflowers to sort of give back. We have a woodland that's protected and looked after. We have the full rain harvesting system that pretty much you know, use, is used to you know, water all the um, the sounding area and for the uh, for the toilets and all the stuff that's going on in the house. Mm-hmm. And we have solar, so we're using the sun to sort of a heat. We have solar pads that heat water that we can use to heat the swimming pool. Um, we have a mechanical air ventilation system so we can keep the heat sort of, uh, you know, the, the heating off effectively. We have ground source. So the whole property is run by, an, you know, like an inverted sort of a ground source. So I'm not using, you know, uh, fossil fuels. Mm-hmm. Um, what else have we got? <laughs> it's obviously all underflow heating, which is much better. It's all insulated to within an yeah. inch of his life. Yeah. So it's a good example of a property. And there's had a lot of investment to it. But actually, it's you know, it's 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 there's probably not much more I could do. Mm-hmm. um so we do that and and then when it comes to just what we're doing in where i am today in sort of a leafy cheshire um you know we we're, we're huge gardeners as a family um we're quite sustainable in the way that we plant a lot of vegetables you know we have a lot of fruit trees here and um, we try and grow as much as possible can i have I have chickens that you know give me at least five lovely eggs every single day.
0: Wow. My bees,
1: my bees yeah. have just yeah. been delivered, so hopefully I have honey yeah. soon as well. And actually, just you know, we we try and you know make sure we think about things that we're doing. Now we don't, you know, we we we, we you know we have a we have a life life, life lifestyle. I drive an electric car, mm-hmm. but I also need a a non electric car for you know anything that's more than three hundred miles because my mm-hmm. car. You know, this this doesn't really do more than three hundred mm-hmm. miles, or I have to find a charging point as well. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, on a journey, I think is probably the best way I would sort yeah. of describe it. In terms yeah. of what I'm yeah. doing,
0: it sounds like a lovely journey too. Sounds like a lovely place. You should make yeah.
1: It I, look, look and I, I'm in a fortunate position that that I can afford to do some of this stuff because the other challenge is, you know, the smaller things are free. You know, recycling and so yeah. But some of these larger things, they, it does require investment.
0: Yeah. But you do get a return on investment. I imagine you know for the electricity, it's an it's an investment to start off with, but eventually your bills are going to drop. So eventually you'll recoup the cost.
1: Yeah, and you have to look at it over a long term. It's a bit like it's a bit like your pension fund. You know, like you have to look at it over a long. And period of time you know you're not expecting to get like a year one payback and, and then technology is improving all the time the capability is yeah. improving all the time I mean what what most people are doing now on solar pv in particular is they're storing it in batteries then they're using it at certain times of the day when it's more efficient for them to use it as opposed to pushing it back into the grid yeah. which is what yeah. used to happen because yeah. you're not really getting the same return as well so yeah. the technology is improving all the time and costs are coming down
0: Yes, absolutely. Uh, Yes, I I believe early on it was storing the solar power was the difficulty. Storing it and moving it was a difficulty. But now, yeah, it is improving all the time and it is going to get easier for us. That's great. And what a lovely way to end the interview. Anything else you want to um, add before we wind up? uh,
1: Yeah, look, I think you've said it just... just, There's lots of research out there. There's lots of things you can sort of read. And there's... uh, don't get too sucked in by the people who are standing at the top of the mountain and preaching. Um, yeah. you, you know, I think all of this just starts with a bit of a journey. If you're run if you're lots of employees, talk to your employees. If you've got lots of stakeholders, talk to your stakeholders and just, you know, you know, groundswell all the ideas of mm-hmm. things that you can sort of do, you know, yeah. embed it into what you're doing every day and talk about it. And uh, I think you will be surprised at results.
0: Yeah. Great. Well, Graham, thank you very, very much for your time. I know you're a very busy man. So thank you very, very much for your time. Thank you. Pleasure. Bye. Bye.